Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello and welcome to the Uncensored Match Build-Up Show. I am joined by Adam Rowe, by John Machin and by John Reid for this one as we look ahead to Liverpool travelling to Birmingham to face off against Aston Villa. Um, we'll be facing them again um, maybe sometime in December, maybe not in the uh, League Cup um, that we progressed through to. Thank- maybe we Reed. could fly them over to guitar or wherever we're playing and oh, play nice. them there. Been a long time since they've like had that war- type of an like away day, war- Villa, hasn't it? Like a warm-up game before we start. I like that. I like that idea. <laughs> yeah, I think we should. We should definitely ask to do that. Is that allowed? I don't know. Who knows? Um, I mean, why don't we just postpone this Premier League game till the end of the season and just make this the cup game? Clever. I think, <laughs> I like it. I think, I think Rose solved it. There you go. That does Sorted. solve all of it, doesn't it? We just play the Villa away to win the league. On whatever date it will be in May. 8th of August. <laughs> after a week before out, next season starts. After knocking them out of the Carabao Cup with our kids. Like they wouldn't that. be very happy, would they? That would like work, that. though. Now that we've drawn against them. Get on it. Have we got a West Ham game that's still been postponed? Yeah. We've still got to fit that one in somewhere as well. Um, loads to talk about in this one. Uh, obviously, we know that loads of players were rested at a midweek. Um, it's probably just going to be a revert to type. Lovren looks like he's going to be partnering Virgil van Dijk, I'd guess, and the normal midfield and forwards come back in. That easy? Um, I think it will be that easy. I'm, I'm just worried about Fabinho because he's one yellow card away from. I the wouldn't suspension. play him personally, and that's I, I, that's just me. I, I, I wouldn't either, but like I don't think Klopp can preach one game at a time for six years or however long he's been saying that, and then just think of a reasonable excuse unless he just blags that he's injured just to save face but then Fabinho's got to be in on the conspiracy there because he's not injured it, like if he gets a yellow card in this game and then we've got to play City without the best Fabinho. midfielder in the world it's going to be quite annoying isn't it we've got Adam, Adam Lallana yeah that's he why he's come in that's okay. why he practiced last night Do you know what John <laughs> that doesn't make me feel any better <laughs> <laughs> what would you rather <laughs> And this is completely disrespectful to Adam oh, Lallana. And I'm so sorry. <laughs> Ten men or Adam Lallana in the six? No, I'm, I'm like Adam Lallana in the six. <laughs> just about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that like don't take this seriously. By the way, because we actually, you know, I, I really well, don't take me seriously. I I really like Adam Lallana. I like Lallana, but game. he's not a defensive midfielder. Lallana, for the rest of his Liverpool career, as far as I'm concerned should come on in games like United where we're struggling to break a team down and we need a little bit of creativity. He's never going to play 90 minutes and be the Lalana he was ever again, I don't think. But for the last 20, 15 minutes of a game, he could come on, on 
make a few nice moves and unlock a defence. That's what he should be used for, trying to convert him into a six. I, I, think, I, I think I said at the start of the season... Yeah, we've used them in pre-season. There's absolutely no chance that we're seeing Adam Lallana in the sixth this season. Um, yeah, and he's done that a few times already. Um, egg on my face there, but it is what it is. Genuinely, though, John, would you would you risk Fabinho in this? I think he would because I don't think you can um, second guess things. You just you, you've got this game to win, so you put your best team out, and then you deal with whatever consequences come from that next time up. City or not. That, that's exactly almost what Klopp is going to say, isn't it? Mm. I think you can cut that out of this video and put it next to Klopp's free game Peretta and they won't be... Like, if you get... If, if if anyone has the balls to ask Klopp, is Fabinho going to play this week? Because you've got City next week and you get to yell a card. He will laugh and then say something like that. Yeah. Um, he, Fabinho is going to play this game, but I don't think that he should. We can trust them, though. I mean, if Klopp goes out there, he'll know he's on this yellow card... You know, he didn't get a yellow card in the last game, John. Uh, Klopp will trust him to go out there and, and perform without picking up a yellow one. He, he does walk that tightrope really well, I think. There's loads of games where he's stuck a tactical yellow and then you're thinking, fucking hell, like, here we go. And then he, you see, and then he just doesn't do it. It's the rest of the game, he's fine. And you're like, oh, so he seems to be able to switch it on and off. But if you're asking me, me as a fan, <laughs> what is it? I don't want to see him, I don't even want to see him on the bench uh, against Villa. I want to, you know... Give Chamberlain a go. Put Chamberlain in midfield, and you know, put Wijnaldum in the six or something. Or you know, or, you know, loads of people are kicking off for Henderson. Put him in the six again. You know, we, we know he's good there. We, you know, he knows how to do the job. You know, you, the thing is though, with regards to walking the tightrope, first of all, it's easier to not get a second yellow card than not get a first one. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm. A ref is more willing to let something go if you're on a yellow and go. You only get one more of them, lad. You, your first dodgy tackle. If a ref's in a bad mood, you're getting booked. Like, and he could make a worldy of a tackle. That tackle against Suarez, against Barca last year, that was perfect. He got booked for that. You can get a first yellow for, for, for a good tackle. That's what worries me. It's, I, don't, I trust them. I trust them to come on the pitch and go, I can't get booked here because we've got City next week. And I trust them to be able to do that. I don't trust the referee. Mm. I, I, I think, you know, Klopp's very very good at not being disrespectful to anybody. So yeah. like, you won't look at this game and go, you know, oh, Villa are 15th and this, that and the other. But, but I think in the back of his head, you know, he's got to be looking at this match and thinking, look, they're 15th and, yet, you know, they, they might stay up. They look like they, they probably will stay up given how some of the teams below them. But this is a game where we can go and put six attackers on the pitch and have the back four, you know what I mean? So maybe you don't need Fabinho for that. Or maybe I play two in midfield and play four, you know, four up top type thing. So if it... You know, we'll see what happens. Obviously, when the team she comes out, but I mean, it's a nightmare for you starting eleven. <laughs> but, I, mean, I, I get it wrong every week. It doesn't matter to me. But this, I, it makes no odds whatsoever. I, I, I just think like if you're looking at it, and again, I, I think Klopp's obviously got the team around them. Is is all backroom stuff? They must be looking at that City game and thinking, look, they're missing key midfielders and stuff and key defenders. God knows where Fernandinho is going to play in that game. Fabinho's job must surely be to watch every bit of tape on Fernandinho and go. That's your job next when we play them the week after. So I don't know. I I don't <coughs> think he'll feature personally. But no, I I the, the the thing is we've got options. Like Milner only played left back. He can play two games in a week. He could play in the middle. We could move Hendo. We could move Mainaldum. We could move Milner into the six. I think we've got the options there if Klopp chose to John to be able to pick well, a team. I mean, to be honest, the only the only part of the team he ever changes is midfield. So it's not a surprise if he if he leaves him out. No one could say oh you've left him out deliberately or whatever. You know, he changes midfield all the time, but I just don't see him doing it. That, that's the only thing. I mean, I, you know, I would do it, 
but and we sound like we would all do it, but I just somehow I just can't see it happening. No, because Klopp, I think Klopp recognises that three points against Villa is three points, isn't it? You three know, points you, against Villa is worth as much to us as three points against you, City. You don't want to like, be you don't want to be going into the City game three points ahead of them, do you? No. You know you want to go in with six points ahead of them. You know, so. And make it so that they can't catch it up. That's, I suppose that's it, isn't it? Um, one of the guys that we're gonna is gonna be a big miss over the next six weeks. We know now, or well, we think we know, is Joel Matip, Adam. Um, guy that has just been in unbelievable form since the turn of the year. Um, cemented that place alongside Virgil Van Dijk, um, and it looked to me like he was past those sort of little injuries. He's picked one up. Lovren looks to be ahead of Joe Gomez now. Um, People are losing their heads about that, but I think Lovren performed really well against Tottenham. I think he lost a couple of headers, don't get me wrong, but he won eight and, and he only contested 11, so he'll be all right, won't he? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I would quite happily never see Dejan Lovren start a Premier League game for Liverpool ever again. I don't trust him at all. Like, I, I've said this a lot of times on this show as well, or on, on the some of the shows that we do here. Dejan Lovren can look like a solid centre-half for 87 minutes and then just does something unfathomably stupid and give a goal away. And in the Premier League, they, like, we're, we are When was the last time you think that happened? Against Genk? I disagree. I don't think that was... Just solely Lovren's fault. No, it wasn't I mean, solely Lovren's fault. But he's he, on the sideline. I don't think he gets a call from anybody. I think otherwise. Doesn't matter. Would Van Dijk have done that? Would Matter have done it? No, they just volleyed it out and got back in position. He's stupid. But then Van Dijk has a go at it. Milner has a go at it. I don't think that's a direct error to goal. Not like James Milner the other night. It, it, you know it what just I mean? causes I just, problems. I just that. It just causes. No, I'm not saying it's the same as like passing a short pass back to a goalkeeper. I think he's capable of that as well. But. <laughs> That, that's the thing. That it, it, it's not like that's the only mistake he's ever made. And that's the I only type think, of mistake he no, ever but made. I just don't think it's happened for a year. Because he hasn't played for a year. <laughs> <laughs> he played a lot last season. I don't think he made any errors like that. He, he, I think you're talking two seasons ago was the last time no, he made one like that. Every time he's in, he, he, we've got brilliant players. That makes him get away with it more now. We've got Van Dijk there who catches up and we've got sense but there's going to be times when they're not there to do it he's going to start this game and I've just got to deal with that but <laughs> he, he shouldn't still be here well, I mean I'm, I'm a Joe Gomez fan I'd rather he was in the team I'd ra- I, Gomez was bad last night but I would rather Gomez be in the team Go- Gomez has got more pace and I think that's going to be crucial particularly when we get to City I'd rather we had that extra bit of pace than Lovren plodding around to be honest what, what, what worries me is, is I think you look at the other defenders we've got who can play centre-half and Van Dijk, when I say he coaches them through games, he talks them through games, he's like, look, I'm, I'm going here so you need to go over there and do that. The worry with Lovren is just Lovren's like, no, I'm doing this and you can see Van Dijk kicking off for him and going like, no, I'm going, I'm in charge here, like, you know, that I'm doing this and you're going to do this. And Lovren's, Lovren doesn't do that, he just Lovren's, decides he's doing what he wants to do. Yeah, he's arrogant without having the ability to back it up. Like, we, 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 we're talking about, like, we obviously people might not have seen it, but... We've just done the um, final the way. final words on the last game, and we're talking about confidence in players like the likes of Harvey Elliott and stuff, because they look like they've got the skills to back it up. Lovren's that man, but without any of the skill, he's called himself the best centre back in the world two years ago, and he wasn't, was he? He, uh, he I, thinks he is though. So he's he's alongside Virgil Van Dijk, and I'm just as good as him. He's not. 
I think it depends what game we're playing, to be honest. And like, we did, we used to do stuff like a lot of stuff on like the past maps where we were looking at like our average positions and stuff. And a lot of games where we where we were just decimating teams, you know, eighteen months ago and just scoring loads of goals. We were basically playing three, really. We were playing one at the back. We were playing Van Dijk on his own really, and Lovren was further forward, and obviously the fullbacks were higher up. So, in a game like this, I, I completely agree with that, everything Adam said. That like you know, Lovren can still can still do a Dexy occasionally, but. I just think in a game like this, where hope you'd hope we're going to be on the front foot and pushing forward, he's going to spend a lot of the game in midfield anyway. So, and it, that's I think when that, that partnership works best is when it's Van Dijk on his own at the back, basically just mopping up with, with Allison and Lovren basically plays most of the game in midfield. But really. he's going to get caught there. Like I'd rather Gomez be in that position because then Gomez he's got the pace to get back. Like I, there, there is a reason though, mate, that we're not aware of that is that, that will be why Lovren is in the starting eleven and not Joe Gomez. I think it's fitness. I do. I, that's the only reason I can see. Because at the start of this season, Lovren was a distant fourth behind Matip and Gomez. And it was, but Gomez hasn't been injured this season, has he? He's had little niggles. I mean, so I, I think, and I, reading between the lines of what Klopp said about Joe Gomez training and stuff, Dejan's moved ahead of him in training. I think he's putting better performances in. And I don't think you should give the shirt to anybody... And I don't know this for fact that isn't working that hard in training and isn't playing that well in training. So I'm I, like, I, I'm not Degsy's biggest fan here, and I don't think he's a great centre half either. By the way, I think he's a really good fourth choice centre half, and I think he's an okay third choice centre half. But there is a reason that Jurgen is picking him over Joe Gomez, and, and that's what I'm searching for. We've seen. I think most people who've, who've sat here have seen that video of him uh, with Klopp after the, the game. Where Klopp he comes off Ooh. as he comes back to the tunnel and Klopp gives him a big hug. So he's clearly doing something the manager likes, isn't it? You know what I mean? And the big, the bigger worry for me, I think, behind the whole thing is the the mistakes and all that. Yeah, you know, like what, what, what we've seen of him over the last four years or whatever. But the whole thing in the summer about whether he was staying or going, and that seems to have popped up again a little bit recently. You know, I've seen a few little bits in the press about it. But that to me is more of a worry. But the manager backs him clearly. So I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you right now. What is it? We're looking six weeks without matter, and. Let's say Lovren's the first choice for that six weeks. He will make a mistake in that six weeks that leads to a goal. Now, maybe we win that game 6-1. Maybe we do. I guarantee, yeah, remember this. Before Matip is back, if he's in the team for that, for that length of time, he will, he will cost us at least one goal. And I think it'll be two or three in okay. that time. I, I, I'd say he doesn't. I, we, I, well, hang on a minute. I'll only say, time will tell. I'll say he doesn't cost us two or three. Right. <laughs> okay. Isn't that insane, though? You're, just, you're, say, you're, you're not wa- confident enough to, to say that he can't go six I've just weeks. watched James Milner, who hasn't made a mistake in 17 <laughs> years, make a mistake. So any that can happen in so football. You can't, you can't say Joe Gomez won't make a mistake because yeah. he hasn't played a lot and therefore he's got to get back into the swing of it. And he, he, may, he may have suffered by losing his place to Matip. He might have thought he was now first choice. And then suddenly Matip's in every week and he's thinking maybe his head's gone down a bit in training, who knows. But, you know, in the long term, it must be Joe Gomez's place, I think, even even ahead of Matip. You know. He's got all the raw abilities to be one of the best centre-halves in the world. His ceiling is so much higher than the other two. That's, that, that's what it comes down to for me. Um, but at the moment, I don't know where his floor is. And I do probably know where Matip and Lovren's is. And, and I'm only questioning his floor because... Klopp's not putting him in the side. No, no, no reason on performance that I've seen so far. Um, what is any John? You watch a lot of football. What have you made of Villa uh, so far this season? Um, the pretty good, but when I say the bang average, they're like just very middle of the road. I was, I was looking at the form guy before, and like 
I think they're scoring a goal every 55 minutes, but they're conceding every 60. I think they're on minus one. So they're basically scoring a goal and conceding a goal every game type of thing. And they've looked, they've looked good. The big worry with them, I think, when they come up, or certainly going into the start of the season, is that they signed something daft like 12 players. And you look at them thinking, like, fucking hell, like, they've done a full of me, haven't they? They're going to go. But they seem really organised, and they, they've got a bit of a threat with McGinn from midfield. They've got a few good lads up front. You, know, you look at that, the starting 11 that they put out, and you know, they've got some good wingers. Um, Al Ghazi and Jota you know, and, and Grealish is and obviously playing well at the moment I think, I think what you've got to worry about with Villa is they're a big club Yeah, they've got massive support they've got a really good ground they're going to be playing the European champions and they're going to pull us shifting yeah. they're it's really going gimme, to be up it? for it no. it's, not, it's not a gimme this game and <laughs> I say that after saying we should leave our best midfielder off the pitch um, but yeah it's, it's not a gimme like I watched them against um, City mm-hmm. last week. I watched that whole game, um, despite saying I would turn it off once City went 2-0 up. And in that first half, they're a the first half team, so that's a problem. That, that That's something we can expose, because Liverpool don't give up. Um, and we will get chances in the second half against this team. But for that first half, they were so resilient, and they offered such a threat on the break. They'll get a couple of chances against us. So that means... Like if they take one, we we need to score two goals away to a team that are very very organised at the back. So it, it's going to be a tough one, and as you say, massive club, massive support, proper kick off time. It's three o'clock, three o'clock on Saturday. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. It's not going to be an easy game. Okay, um, we're going to come back and we're going to do our preferred 11s and stuff like that. But here's a little clip from uh, today's final word show, which is absolutely brilliant, talking about the win over Arsenal. Curtis Jones was meant to take the fourth penalty and he asked Origi to swap because he wanted to score the winner. Did he, yeah? yeah. He swapped, he swapped. I didn't know that. He said, I want to I wanna score the winner. Mm. You That's got, boss. You the, he interviewed the club after the match and he said, how do you feel about, like, that must be a big thing for Curtis Jones. And he said, well, I don't know what happened because the last time I seen the sheet, Origi was down to take the fifth pen and they, they must, they've just agreed that on the pitch between them to swap. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love that. Brilliant. What so, a guy. That That's confidence, isn't it? Yeah. And maybe maybe he's like, you, you never know whether they watch it like this and he's, he's reading Twitter and seeing that people are going, oh, Curtis Jones doesn't look confident. And he's like, I don't look fucking confident. I'm going to come on 
I'm going to change the game and then I'm going to send our Champions League hero. You take the fourth one, dickhead. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going and he's fifth. already back two goals yeah, yeah. full of confidence. Yeah. So, and according to Klopp, it was his decision. There was another interview where Klopp was like, yeah, I've spoken to the lads and Curtis has asked to take the fifth one because he wants to go the winner. Wow, that's so, blowing my mind there. He that's probably a... told Origi, a scouser has to take the fifth penalty. Origi's <laughs> such a nice guy. Tradition, yeah, yeah, no problem, that's fine. Yeah, really enjoyed that show. Uh, obviously, the same four guests. Um, we do the final word on YouTube on a Monday. The second final word is always going to be on the redmentv.com. It's £5 a month. You will get a free month. You'll get about 30 hours of entertainment during that free month. You can consume it by video or by podcast. If you like it, keep it. If you don't like it, fuck it off. But please do give it a try. Uh, that show was really good, really funny, and some nice talk about um, vegan meat substitutes thrown in as well because why not it was a mental game of football why can't it be a mental final word as well <laughs> um so we're on to the preferred 11s uh john mate i'll start with you on this one um we've obviously had a discussion about fabinho um is there anything else you'd like to see changed or no i, I mean again i think gomez should play as a preferred preference gomez every time over lovren but i don't think that'll happen and i i can see the argument for leaving fabinho out but i don't think that'll happen either and I'm hoping Salah's fit and we play our normal front three. If, um, in your preferred 11, who would you have as Fabinho's replacement? Wijnaldum. Wijnaldum, yeah, good shot. Solid shot. Um, John Reid, what would you go for your, your preferred 11, mate? Uh, the, obviously, Alisson, the back four, the front three, and then I'd have... Who's the back four, though? I'd have Van Dijk, Lovren. And uh, your preferred? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Robertson... Uh, Arnold, and then I'd have Wijnaldum in the six, and I think it's a game personally for uh, Chamberlain. Whether whether we play Wijnaldum and Henderson deep in Chamberlain or whatever way he does it, four three three. Um, yeah, I, I think I think you basically you just sub out Fabinho for Chamberlain and put put Wijnaldum further back. I think he's had less of an impact on games in the last few weeks. He looks a bit like he could do with being a bit further back up. Okay, what about yourself, Adam? Um, yeah, Allison, Trent, Gomez, Van Dijk, Robertson. Wijnaldum in the six, Henderson and Chamberlain in midfield and the front three. I'm Henderson, Chamberlain um, and Wijnaldum. Wijnaldum is the six personally. I'm, I'm Gomez probably at centre-half as a preferred 11. Um, don't think that will happen again, just like everybody else. Um, we'll talk about some of the rival fixtures then. And I've, I've added a team to our rivals fixtures this week. Um, Bournemouth are playing United at 12.30. <laughs> United are an interesting one, aren't they, lads? Because they actually feel like maybe they are turning a corner here. Does anybody else think that? I mean, they've had some tough fixtures so far this season, United, and they've been talking about it on social media and stuff. But, John, they really have played a lot of the, a lot of the better teams in the league, and mm -hmm. it does feel like he's starting to get a tune out of Marcus Rashford as well. It does, but I just think it's still, it's still a weak team. I think yeah. The big thing for me, I think actually coming back, because I think it's probably give, give Rashford space as Martial. Thinking being back on that team, even if he's not scoring goals for them, I think it just means he can put Rashford in his better position. But, nah, I, I, obviously, you know, Bournemouth's not a massive ground, but I just think that Bournemouth team, if you said to me, you know, Bournemouth lose that game 3 0, I wouldn't be surprised. If you said to me they win it 4 5 0, I wouldn't be surprised. But if you look at what Bournemouth do, going forward, they're brilliant, I think. And, you know, they obviously play good football, it's just at the back, they're a bit suspect. So, I think personally, it's it's papering over the cracks with United a little bit. I think mm -hmm. you know, I, I think they've had some, some, they've had a lot of pens and stuff. I, I think Bournemouth will go there and do a job personally. John, um, 
I, I think you like this TV. You, know, you used to watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer, didn't you? I did. The musical episodes. Yeah, yeah. Right? I think I that, need a minute. <laughs> I, I think... I think that Arsenal might be singing that Where Do We Go From Here song from the musical episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer as they head yeah, into yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> I knew his face would be like that. Have you not watched it? It's no! A a, it was a hell of an episode. And what a fucking reference. Where did, they pull that, where did you pull that out from? I don't know. I just came to me as I was looking at John. I thought he likes Buffy. I'm sure he likes Buffy the Vampire. Yeah, yeah. We used, he used to send the videos over to Paul in university. And then the VHS would get... Paul would watch them. And then he'd, when I'd go up to meet Paul in Sheffield, I'd take the VHS back to Leeds, catch up on Angel and Buffy. And then we'd send them back to John. Um, so thanks for that. I appreciate it. Yeah. Who are Arsenal playing? Wolves. <laughs> Wolves. <laughs> Wolves, that's appropriate. Not werewolves. <laughs> Not werewolves. <laughs> Is that where that come from? No, it didn't. John wolves, just seen werewolves, that one. vampires, Buffy, <laughs> musical episode. Where do we go <laughs> from here? I haven't got a fucking clue. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever thought of doing a final word musical version? No, but I am now, and it sounds great. Adam's not going to be invited. I'm busy that day. <laughs> Who do you think will win that game, John? I think Arsenal will probably win it. I don't think... Um, Wolves are a little bit in and out. They're, they're, they're quite a good team at times. Arsenal are very good at home, aren't they? They score a lot of goals. So. As we saw the other day, they can score goals. City, Southampton, Adam? Yes, let's go back to them. Watford, Chelsea? Um, score, draw. Ooh. Watford haven't won yet, have they, this season in the league? No. So you're just back in the draw. Okay, I like that. I like that. It's a tough little ground when it gets going, Watford as well. Can I just well? go back right to Bournemouth, Man United? Man United are playing better without Pogba. Yeah. And when he comes back, they're going to start losing again. They will, because when, when he's on the pitch, I think I said this in the build-ups of the United game for us, when they're on, when he's on the pitch, the, the tactic seems to be give it to him and make him do something. When he's not on the pitch, they actually have to play as a team. <laughs> So, he's their best player, but he's also their biggest hindrance. And, yeah, I think you're right, they are better with them. I think Bournemouth will still win that, though. That's a hard place to go for that, such an early kick-off. Mm-hmm. OK. Um, Palace-Leicester. Leicester are the team that have added into the um, rivals' fixtures. I think they've proven in the first sort of third or quarter of the season now that they are a really good football inside. The defence is brilliant. Conceded as few goals as we have this season along with Sheffield United. I think it is on eight goals conceded. Um, playing game, really our, well. Our, game, our team to beat though, Palace. Palace yeah. at home. I, you know, I'm Palace away, out. I should say. It's just such a hard place. Their ground gets going. Big time. The two o'clock maybe doesn't help them in that regard. Like th- those Monday night games that we used to get on bank holidays against Crystal Palace, I reference them all the time. Their ground gets noisy there, but it's a very tough place to go. And Palace aren't in bad form themselves, John. No, it, it seems to have somehow stumbled on something that works. We have an eye up front, haven't they? That seems to now like they're actually doing stuff and scoring goals down pens. Um, I think Leicester might struggle in that personally. I think I Leicester, Leicester are clearly the better side. Like there's no two bones about that, but I just. You know, Rogers struggled playing Palace before Hodgson was there um, when he was our manager, and I just think it's like you say, it's, it's such a tough place to go play football. And even if they go ahead, I still fancy Palace to get a pen or score a score from a set piece or something. Or so. I think I think Leicester are the third best team in the league, and I still think they lose that game. Okay, I think like it, their time is going to come to drop some points because they're doing really well, and I think that'll be it. I think I think they lose that game. Um, 
Natalie, 2 1, something like that. 2 1. Everton are playing 4 30 at home against Spurs. They'll beat them. They haven't beaten Tottenham Hotspur since, does anyone know what year? 2012. They haven't beaten Tottenham Hotspur since. To say it's a bogey team, my word, I mean, that's crazy, isn't it, that they've not won a game against Tottenham in seven years? Absolutely ridiculous. So I just can't see anything but a Spurs win. I, just... I, I think Everton win it. Yeah, do you I really? do. I think I think they'll they'll break the duck there. I think Tottenham are so hot and cold, and I think uh, you know they had us last week and they they looked put everything into that game and we still battered them. I know it was a close scoreline, but it could have been a lot more, couldn't it? And I know they could have got one or two more themselves, but that that we were comfortably the better team, and I think that'll knock the wind out to say I was coming to Anfield, taking such an early lead and getting beat, having not a midweek to sort of pick themselves back up, and now they've got to come all the way back up. To Liverpool. See, I'm the other way. I'm, I'm, like, I don't think Tottenham are a good team, but I do think they've got better players than Everton. And I think the quality of their players, Son, Eriksson, Kane, Deli Ali, etc., they win games. Now, I don't, but I don't think they're a good team at all. I, I really don't think they're they're, a, good they're a they're a, a bit of in crisis, aren't they? You can't even be sure he'll play Eriksson because of the dispute they're in. Uh, I think he played. All, all his uh, rebels against us because they're their best players, but he hasn't been playing them before that. So, mm. I, the thing for me, it's the more thing. Why is more playing? He's clearly one of the best players they've got, and looks as if he wants to stay. <laughs> Whereas Ericsson doesn't. Why is he not playing? Like that when he played that front three, when whenever Kane seems to pick a knock up every January, he won't be out for two months because he's got no ankles. But when he played that front three, and more Son and you know whoever else they put up front with him, that seems to absolutely decimate him. So I don't see why. What like you know if he scored the goal in the Champions League, well, like, why he doesn't seem to feature more? I don't know. No, it's a strange one. I, it's mad to say that Spurs don't look like a good team anymore because eighteen months ago that's what they were. They were a good team. They were great. They were a great the away side as well, weren't yeah. they? And they're just not now. I, I, I they lost is it eighteen times they've lost in twenty nineteen alone. It's away, isn't it? Their away, their away records are terrible this year. I think it's Goodison at R four because that like it's get it's dark nights now, guys. So I think that's going to be under the lights, certainly for the second half. I, I don't see Tottenham being able to sort of handle that. And I, I say that as someone who loves taking the fist out of Everton and their shit fan base. But I think that's going to be tough for, to, for Tottenham to get anything out of I think it's, it seems weird that like a team that can lose Dembele, was it 12, 18 months ago now, whatever, can, can struggle. But I think that's a game for midfield stuff. I think like if Spurs can get a grip on that midfield and you imagine Gomez will play for, for Everton, then they'll probably go out and win it. But... It's what happens around that, I think, personally. Because in, in both boxes, I, I think Spurs are a better team, personally. They've got the better attackers, haven't they? Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, there you go then. That has been the Uncensored Match Build Up Show. Uh, don't forget to check out Adam Rowe Comedy on YouTube. Uh, loads and loads of videos over there of Adam doing his stand up, which is his day job, which is absolutely fantastic. At. Me and John Reid went to see him um, along with Paul and a few mates of ours when he was in Liverpool a few weeks ago in the Echo Arena, or MS Bank Arena, I should say. He was absolutely superb. Get the sponsor right, clips. lad. I know. Get bad, this, but I kept tweeting. I'm doing a show with the Arena. <laughs> I kept getting messages going. Can you? Put, they're not our sponsor anymore. It's now this, and I was like, yeah, but no one knows where the M&S Bank Arena is. <laughs> they think that's a new thing that they've never. We're heard still of. calling it Omen Bargains, lads. Yeah, it, I don't think it's it been is. called Omen Bargains for 20 years. My missus called. My missus is from Scam, Soz. <laughs> um, and she calls it Home Bargains. No. And every time she does it, I'm like, you can't. You live in West Derby now. You need to change that. Yeah, to, to, to be fair, though, it's always been Asda, not the Asda, but we call it the Asda. So. Yeah. Yeah. Which is totally acceptable as oh, well. Yeah. Everybody else correct. is wrong, not it's us. It's not yeah. even home and bargains. It's O, Min, 
Bar again. Omen bargain. Omen bargain. Like the video. Subscribe to Adam on YouTube. Get that notification bell on as well. Like this video. Subscribe. Leave us your thoughts. And uh, we'll see you hopefully after we beat Aston Villa, if not before. Ta-ra. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.